0: This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas.
1: First, let's get you a look at your morning headlines. New details coming in about the death of a Jasper County toddler after a stove fell on him. Jasper County Chief Deputy Scott, Scotty Duncan tells KFDM the 20-month-old opened the oven door at his home in Evadale and stood on the door. Duncan says the stove fell onto the little boy. First responders performed CPR and rushed the child to Christus St. Elizabeth Hospital where he later died. The Sheriff's Office and Child Protective Services are investigating the death. And KFDM has learned law enforcement officers have filed a second charge of injury to a child against the mother and sister of an emaciated 3-year-old boy found dead Tuesday at a duplex in Port Arthur. Justice of the Peace Ben Collins Sr. says the charge is based on alleged injuries to a sibling of that toddler. Judge Collins set bond at $750,000 on each charge against the mother, 43-year-old Tina Lewis and the 3-year-old sister, 21-year-old Kirsten Lewis, resulting in bonds totaling $1.5 million each. Now Investigators say they are heartbroken at what they saw inside the home and call it one of the worst cases they've handled. When Police and Child Protective Services continue investigating, people who live in the neighborhood are reacting to the tragic news.
2: because this is the first time I've heard of this and I live only a few blocks from where it happened.
0: Hmm.
2: So it's saddening. It's heartbreaking.
1: Child Protective Services says siblings of the three year old are in the custody of other family members and are safe. Well, there's growing frustration among citizens living in one Port Arthur neighborhood over a stormwater box that sits broken and exposed. This is not a recent problem, but one resident say the city continues to ignore, so they reached out to our Angel San Juan. Several citizens contacted him in late April. After they say their pleas to the city hall fell on deaf ears, neighbors feel it's only a matter of time before someone gets hurt.
2: This is what's known as a curb inlet or a stormwater box, and this is the way it's supposed to look. It's function to allow water to flow from paved surfaces to an underground drainage system. But the one at the corner of Delaware Drive and 10th Street in Port Arthur looks like this. The city has money to fix it. Why don't they just fix it? Juan Luis Cesteto mendoza lives near here. He's upset the city has done nothing to fix this, despite numerous requests from neighbors. Somebody might damage their vehicle and the city might get sued and you never know. But Juan worries something worse could happen. A baby could fall in and nobody could ever know. Especially since this broken and exposed storm water box is not far from Lakeview Elementary and with no sidewalks, there's not much wiggle room for children to safely walk by. What's in the hole poses an added threat. There's a lot of dangers because there's a, you see the uh, rebar hanging out. You could cut your leg, cut your leg open on it, fall in it, cut your leg open on it. Uh, Bunch of things could happen, really. We caught up with Port Arthur Mayor Thurman Barty as he campaigns for re election, promising to continue the progress. We told him residents have been complaining about the damaged sewer box for months, and we first reported on it in April. So I, I really can't say as to why it was unattended, but as soon as I was informed of it a little while ago, and I made a couple of calls. Uh, I've been informed uh, that within the next 10 minutes, which was almost about 30 minutes ago, that someone would be there to see exactly, assess what what would, what was going on, and to correct, or rectify what was actually happening there. That was Tuesday afternoon when we spoke to the mayor. 24 hours later, on Wednesday, we returned to the site. Nothing had changed. The hole remained exposed and residents still consider it a danger.
1: Now, after Angel saw that nothing had changed with the broken stormwater box, he again contacted Mayor Barty. The mayor says that city workers fixed whatever caused the box to crater, but Angel told him it was still left exposed. The mayor says he will personally make sure that something is done today to prevent anyone from falling in the hole. We'll of course keep you updated. Well, investigators are working to determine exactly what happened to a man from Orange who died. Police responded to a disturbance between a man and a woman on Tuesday in the 2200 block of Highway 62 South. When officers arrived, they say the man, 52-year-old Mark Petrie, told them he was having trouble breathing. He then stopped breathing. Police began CPR and he was taken to Baptist Hospital in Beaumont, where he later died. Justice of the Peace Ransom Deuce Jones has ordered an autopsy. Well, three people were killed when a fire tore through a Houston apartment complex on Wednesday. Fire officials say two men and a woman in a wheelchair died from their injuries in the early morning fire. At least one woman was able to escape along with her son. Now, the cause of the fire is still unknown at this time. Houston's fire chief says the apartment units were heavily damaged and that teams have been searching for more victims and putting out hot spots. Well, day three of early voting in the Port Arthur mayoral runoff this morning. The runoff is a battle between incumbent Mayor Thurman Barty and Floyd Batiste. Early voting continues today through June 7th. The election is on Saturday, June 11th. The polls are going to be open from 8 until 5 through Saturday and 7 to 7 next Monday and Tuesday. You can always go to our website, KFDM.com, for a list of all of the polling locations.
0: And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. It is Thursday, June the 2nd, 2022. Going to be looking at a pretty active day across southeast Texas. I think things will stay pretty quiet until the lunchtime hour. At that point, we'll start to see a weak frontal boundary start to sag into southeast Texas. That could bring us the chance for some showers and thunderstorms. We're going to increase our coverage this afternoon to about 60%, both in the lakes and in the triangle. No real threat for severe weather, although with some of the storms that develop, we could see some brief downpours and certainly some gusty winds. I think also there's gonna be a risk for some cloud to ground lightning. So again, as we head into the afternoon hours, Keep your eyes to the sky because things could get pretty active here across southeast Texas as that boundary works into the area. For Friday and Saturday, the boundary doesn't get too far offshore, so the proximity of the boundary, still some moisture hanging in the area. We're going to keep a few isolated showers and maybe a couple thunderstorms in the forecast, going with a 30% coverage for your Friday. And then also a 30% coverage for your Saturday. Now, let's focus on the tropics. And again, we're still watching some disorganized activity from the remnants of Agatha. They're kind of hanging out over the Yucatan Peninsula this morning. Hurricane Center gives it an 80% chance to develop in the next 48 hours as it emerges out into the northwest Caribbean, into the southeastern Gulf of Mexico. It is likely that we see a tropical depression possibly even Tropical Storm Alex, probably in the next 48 hours. At that point, we'll be watching all of the moisture and that energy working its way towards the northeast. Western Cuba, South Florida, going to be the main targets for the potential for Alex to run through. Five to eight inches of rain anywhere from western Cuba all the way up into the Florida Panhandle, Uh, not the Panhandle, but the Florida Peninsula and the Florida Keys. So a good tropical rainmaker at this point uh, for the first potential storm of the season here in the Atlantic hurricane season. Let's focus now, extended forecast. After the rains clear out on Saturday, high pressure builds in. That's going to keep things very sunny. Also very warm as we head into the early part of next week. High temperatures are going to stay generally in the lower 90s. But with the humidity and the south winds coming off the Gulf of Mexico, we'll see overnight lows creeping back up into the lower and middle 70s as we push into Monday and Tuesday of next week. So let's recap your forecast for this morning. Weak boundary pushing into southeast Texas. That gives us a 60% coverage of showers and thunderstorms. We'll see variable winds throughout the day with some gusts approaching 25 miles an hour. Don't forget, you can get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com. You can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And, of course, don't forget you can download your free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. On this Thursday morning from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.